You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Father, we have declared that your son is the Lord over everything. By implication, we declare that you are the ultimate. One who has you have no need for anything else. We stand to declare that every breath of our life, every moment of our life, are devoted and must be devoted to you. Speak to us. We do not ask for so many words. We will ask for that word that will spur us into being who you want us to be. Word that will bring us close to you. That will bless our life to the glory and honor of your name. For in Jesus' most precious name, we pray. And amen. You may be seated. Say, join me as we go to the gospel according to Matthew chapter number 25. We are going to be reading a long one. We'll start to read from verse number 14 to verse number 30. The gospel according to Matthew chapter 25, reading from verse number 14 to verse 30. Okay. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey, talking about the kingdom of God now, who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. Verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that has received the five talents went out and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, this is King James Version, no wonder I'm seeing thou, 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 shout, shout, shout. Let's go back to King NIV, please. Thank you so much. Right. But the man who had received one bag went off dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. 19. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. His master replied, did we read 20? Okay, the man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. 21. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's. This man, you're very fast too. Share your master's happiness. 22. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. 24. So I was afraid. 24. 
Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. 25. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. 26. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. 28. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. 29. For whoever has will be given more. And they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Verse number 30. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Our topic this morning is the profitable servant. The profitable Servant. Some dictionary translation of servant say that a servant is a devoted, a devoted man who is helpful, who is following diligently, and also a supporter. A servant. To be qualified as a servant, you must be devoted in what you do. You must be a very good follower and obedient. And you must be very, very supportive. Anyone who provides service is a servant. Might be a president, a governor. You might be in the National Assembly, wherever you are in the church. A pastor, a singer, an usher, whatever. If you are providing service, if you offer service, you are a servant. So sometimes when we say servant, we think of house helps. We think of the cook. We think of the gardener. We think of the one who helps us to clean our clothes, clean the house. The steward. No. Anyone who provides service of any kind is a servant. Service is not a bad thing. It's not something that should be looked down upon. A trader provides service and is a servant. A business owner provides service and is a servant. Because whatever you are providing, you provide for the benefit of another. So when you provide for the benefit of another, you are simply a servant to the person you are providing the service to. So you travel to China or wherever you have traveled to, you buy your goods to sell. You are buying to provide service to the man who needs your spare parts to fix his car or who needs your clothes to cover his nakedness. So, at that level, you are a servant. So, whatever kind of service you provide, 
Just know that at that corner where you are providing the service, you have made yourself a, a servant. And service demands a lot. Companies have after-sales service. Companies that does not have after-sales service will soon die. Any company that does not have a good customer relationship or customer service will soon die. So service is the ultimate. That is why you hear, you see big companies, you know, telecommunication companies, they say they are service what? Providers. And they come up with so much advertisements, so much packages in order to make you feel satisfied. Some will go as far as saying that will give you value for your money. So your service should be able to give value to the person who is buying and paying for it. Not all services are being paid for anyway. But indirectly, they are also being paid for. I've seen men and women who diligently offer services, and when their employers are not recognizing, somehow God pays them. Remember when Papa was alive, he came to where I was sitting right there at the back. He said, there is a blessing I see coming your way, but it's not coming from where you walk, but you have labored so much there. But God is bringing you a blessing from somewhere else. That was it. So whatever service you render, if there is no devotion, if it is not helpful, if it's not supportive, then you got to revalue or reassess that service that you're offering or providing. Is it touching life? Is it affecting someone? Sometimes the service you offer or provide is not for you. It's not for you. But though you need to be satisfied with it. Because the Bible says when God served mankind, he was satisfied in his works. And Apostle Paul said to Timothy, Dear Timothy, my boy, a husbandman must of necessity be a partaker of the fruit of his labor. So there is joy in service. And when you see people who serve wholeheartedly, they don't have wrinkles on their faces. They enjoy it. They do it well. With excitement. Verse number 14 of the same of that chapter 25, Matthew 25. Verse number 14. Okay, let's go to verse number 1. Let's even go to verse number 1 first. And then we'll jump to 14. Verse number 1, beg your pardon. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be likened 10 virgins who took lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lambs but did not take any oil with them. Now jump to verse number 14. 
Again, it will be like the same kingdom of God will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. He was about to embark on a journey. The parameter for servants' assessment in the kingdom is not success. It's faithfulness. Success is relative. What is success to you may not be success to me. What do you think is success for a man who has been sick for 10 years? For him, success is the day he gets his healing. What do you think is a success for a man who has everything but his children are wayward? For him, success is having good children. But another has good children, but there's no wealth. So, success is relative. That is why King Solomon said, there is one evil he has seen under the sun. Some have it all. Good food, but no appetite to eat the food. Some also have appetite, but don't have the food to eat. So, success is relative. And servants make mistakes. Servants fall and they rise. And so the parameter for assessing a servant is not based on success. It's based on faithfulness. So when you begin to assess your relationship with God based on your good houses, based on your car, based on the good friend you have, and every other thing, I am successful. I am successful. No. God's kingdom does not assess men like that. Men are assessed according to their faithfulness. So if you are a servant, what is expected of you is faithfulness. One of the most successful schemes in this country is the scheme of apprenticeship which the Igbos introduced into this country. And every other tribe admire it. A man comes to Lagos and when he's comfortable, he goes to the village, pick another one, pick one person, trains him, settles him, he's off, come back, pick another one. And then I observe that if a man picks five from the village, sometimes they end up retaining one. They said to the others, take money, go, and begin to fend for yourself. But to this one, they said, will you like to partner with me? Will you want to remain? And if that one says yes, they open up another branch with his name and that person becomes a partner and begin to manage the business with his organ. Why? Because of faithfulness. Was he successful? Yes! He sat full five, six years, three years, four years as the case may be. We are all that's also were they successful? Yes. They also passed through the same Five years, six years, or four years, or three years, as the case may be. But what differentiated this man from the other? Faithfulness. So, they were assessed not on success, but on their faithfulness. 
For every servant is demanded of every servant, required of every servant, that we must be faithful, we must be devoted, we must be supportive, we must be helpful in everything that we do. Wherever we find ourselves, we must. When uh, Pastor Dad was talking this morning, he mentioned that it is always in times of crisis and all that that things are invented. Successful people are people who identify the needs of others and serve them with something. They go about. That is why the Europeans are wonderful. What they, are, they, they keep moving. You go to China, they come to your hotel even to show you some things, new innovations, new things. They know the needs of Africa. And so, they want to serve. They want to provide service that is needed for that need, for that hunger, for that vacuum. And as long as, or as soon as, that service becomes helpful, becomes supportive to you, you grab it. You pay for it. Trust Nigerians. Nigerians can pay for anything. In fact, sell sand very well. Tell them the value that sand has. They will pay for it. All you need is to be a good salesman to sell your product to a Nigerian. Because we have cash to spend in this country. Cash. That is why they are all floating. This. Foreigners are coming to Nigeria. It's a cash economy. They take, you take from them, you give them the money. Overseas is credit and credit and credit. Sometimes you keep paying debt until you die. Some of them are even rolled over to your children and to your children's children. So you keep paying debt. Here is cash. That's why they are rushing here. Praise the Lord. A servant. You know, the modern Jewish interpreters of the scriptures interpreted servant to mean Israel as the people of God. And they took that from Isaiah 41, chapter 41 to chapter 46. God was so emphatic, like in 41 verse 8, was emphatic on calling Israel his servants. What does that tell us? As children of God, all of us are servants. That you call me a pastor does not mean that I have a different thing flowing in my vein. Does not mean I have chemical while you have blood in your vein. That a senior president is a senior president does not mean that he's better than other one. The first thing that brought him there was representation of his people. But his colleagues now gathered and said, we must appoint someone who must be a leader. Someone who must be a guide. So before God, all of us are servants. To serve in different capacities. That is why in the church you have people serving in ushering department. You have people serving in the choir. You have people serving in the protocol and so on and so forth. To each one according to his capabilities. But your service, you must not measure your service on the 
point or basis of how you feel or how you say it. I read something. And the man said, your brand, the brand you are selling is not, your brand is not the way you see yourself, but the way people see you. When you are faithful, devoted, and committed to what you are doing, people will see. The world is looking for faithful people, not successful people. At the mountain of success, there is competition. At the mountain of success, there is rivalry. At the mountain of success, you now remember that there is witch. When you have nothing, you don't fear. When we had just one bungalow in the village, and in fact, there was no fence. Without fence, I used to stay outside and sleep to enjoy fresh air. But as soon as the house gave way, another beautiful one erected, sleep outside. Even with all the fence, so you still be afraid that somebody will jump the fence to enter the compound. So every time, all the gate is bakacha. Fence, barbed wire. With barbed wire, you are still afraid to sleep outside. The gates locked and bolted, you are still afraid to sleep outside. So success has its own consequences. Those days going to football match, I don't like to go to VIP. I like the popular stand. VIP stand, you can't express yourself. When somebody plays well, you join them to me. Ha, 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 that was good, that was good. In popular stand, somebody plays, ah, that was good. But do that. On VIP stand, they will look at you like you're a mad person. But to be a servant is wonderful. At every point in your life, you are happy with yourself. God was pleased. He was happy that everything he made was good. When you have ushered people into the house of God, how do they feel? How do they feel? Today, we saw the music, the praise, the worship. Everywhere was electrified. If you are the one holding that microphone singing, you'll be happy. Because your service is being accepted. And services are not accepted if you are not faithful to it. I believe they must have prepared. I've never seen the choir sing like this before. There's something they did. And no, you will come and tell us that thing. You come to the pastoral team to tell us that thing you did you have not been doing before. Praise the Lord. Verse 23 and 30 of Matthew 25. Verse 23 and 30. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. That is to the one who is faithful. Then the man, no, 30. 
Verse number 30. 3-0. And throw that worthless servant outside into darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Two different types of servants. One was profitable. The other one was not profitable. The one that was profitable was profitable because he was faithful. So in that verse 30, he said, Come, you faithful servant. You are profitable. I need to keep you for something else because you are faithful. Come. You can add value to my business. You can add value to what I do. Say, come into my happiness. What is that happiness? We sing the joy of the Lord is what? Is my strength. The joy of the Lord can only be the strength of those who are faithful. It cannot be for those who are not faithful to him. Who are not serving him faithfully. No. So come into my happiness of peace. Come into my happiness of joy. Because you are faithful. You are a faithful servant. But to the other servant who was not faithful, nothing profitable was found in him. He said to them, throw this one. He is worthless. He is not profitable at all. Throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Some people are in the church. They don't know where their problems are coming from. When you are not faithful, everything you see is trouble. And because everything you see is trouble, trouble will keep following you. Because it's what you see. You're not faithful in what you do. You're not faithful to it. A faithful servant has no will of his own. No. Faithful servant has no will of his own. He abides by the principles or policies of the people he serves or she serves. He is guided by the policies and principles of the place he offers his service. If you are engaged in a company to serve and you want to do it your own way, you will soon lose your job. Your service must be aligned to the policies of the company, purpose of the company. You must. And so, if you are in a church and you are in a department, your service can only be assessed to be faithful if you are devoted and committed and abide by all the rules and regulations of that department. That is the only time they can say you are faithful. You know, you can pick up the microphone as a music singer, as a, a worship leader, and then you sing, and there is fire, everything moves, but you're not faithful. As long as you're not faithful, you're not profitable. Though your work may appear to be successful, but you're not profitable. Why? Your music director will only feel you because he feels, look, the atmosphere requires somebody with that kind of voice. But the day he finds an alternative, he will replace you. That means you're not profitable. But after you have ministered and your ministration is successful, you don't give him headache. You are punctual. You answer to his call. 
then you are a profitable servant. Your pains become his pain. Your trouble becomes his trouble. No one wants to let go of a profitable servant. Nobody. Nobody. I've seen house helps who live with their madam and masters grow under their roof, go to school, through university, graduate and serve, even get married. Why? Because they are profitable. They are faithful in what they do. He said, the one that is faithful will come into my rest and happiness because he's the one that is profitable. He will add value to my business and to what I do. But the other one, the unprofitable, the unfaithful, has no place. Take him away. Cast him out. God hasn't called us to success. That may surprise some people. So what are we talking about? God doesn't call us to success. God calls us to faithfulness. Didn't call us into success. Well, like I said, success is relative. God calls us into being faithful to him. Into being devoted to what we are doing. Into being supportive when we are needed. Into being helpful where we are needed. He calls us into being faithful. That is why he said, if you are obedient and willing, you will eat the good of the land. So the first important thing to God is your faithfulness to him. Your faithfulness and devotion to what you do. Those who set up business and before they start running the business, they are counting their millions. We even begin to spend their profit before they start making it. But the ones who are so devoted into bringing up a brand that will be acceptable, that is competitive enough, that one will go a long way. So be faithful. If in your faithfulness, you continue with me, say only then you will eat the food of other words, in being faithful and being profitable, there is success. And Jesus translated it into another way, say, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his word, righteousness, and every other thing will be yours. So faithfulness is the key. It's what God requires from us. It's what God calls us into. And when we are faithful to him, every other thing will be added to us. Everything. I mean everything. Wholeness will come to us. WHO says that a healthy people, healthy nation is not, or a healthy person is not one whose body is void of malaria, typhoid, no cancer, no sickness, no. By World Health Organization standard, a healthy person is somebody who is totally complete. Whoa. Your mind is sound. Your thought is sound. Your words are sound. You have everything. You have peace. You have joy. Then, you are healthy. That is their standard. 
ye first, he says, I call you into service. I call you into being faithful. If you serve me faithfully, if you devote yourself into serving me, say every other thing will be added to you. Everything. And that is what the wisest man was trying to tell us in Proverbs 22 and verse number 29. Let's read the script, that scripture. Proverbs 22 and verse 29. He said, do you see someone skilled in their work? King James said, have you seen anyone diligent? You can't be diligent when you are not faithful. You can't be diligent when you are not devoted. Diligent faithfulness and, and, the, and the, uh, uh, devotion goes together. He said, have you seen someone who is skilled, who is diligent in their work? He said, they will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials or low-ranked. No. Their faithfulness will take them up. There are servants, but there is the one who sleeps with the master in his master's house. The faithful ones. He knows everything his master does. He knows his master's secret because he's faithful. He's profitable. And so his master is not afraid to trust him, to bring him closer, to let him know everything that he does. Profitable servant. A faithful servant is a profitable servant. Nobody wants to let him go. If you are faithful in a church, you are profitable. How do you know? The day you leave, everybody will say, what is it? Why? They will send elders. They will send deacons. In fact, members will begin to go themselves before the pastor sends them. If they don't succeed, head of departments will go. If they don't succeed, deacons will go. If they fail, elders will go. If elders fail, junior pastors will go. If they fail, senior pastor will go. If they fail, bishop will go. And when bishop fails, the whole church will go. Because of what? He or she is profitable. But are those who live, they say, no, nah, thank God. Did you hear that sister, brother, KK, left the church? Say, no, nah, so I had, uh, no, nah, they think, well, I am, uh, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, Means you're not profitable. You're not a devoted servant. And if man can disapprove you, how much more heaven? Because heaven's standard is high. Heaven's standard is high. So strive to be profitable in anywhere you were. If you are serving a master, make yourself profitable. If you are working in an organization, make yourself profitable. Wherever you are, make yourself profitable. yourself profitable. Let them see you. So that when you are not there, they'll begin to miss you. Praise the Lord. Every believer, non-excluded, is given a proper ministry according to ability. Every believer. No one is excluded. You look at yourself, you say, there's nothing I can do. 
You know, growing up as a young man, I was in one church where I gave my life to Christ. But everything they do there is oyubotic, oyubotic, and everybody is on the high, on the high plane. So I looked at myself, I said, no, I didn't measure. I don't measure in this kind of place. And I had the desire to sing. Myself and two of my friends then in the church. So because we felt it's a classy church, people like us are not welcome. So we sneak out to go to different, different churches then. You know, riches and uh, all those, you know, children were not as classy as ours to render special numbers, the three of us. And then one day, the choir master of my church was invited to a church education, and we were invited also for a special number. While we were singing, I saw his head, and he was nodding his head. After service, he called three of us. I said, what are you doing here? You're not in the choir in the church. He said, we're not in the choir. We thought the choir is for classy people. He said, look, the next choir practice, so they, this time, make sure three of you are there. Uh, he thought he was trying to do himself a favor, not knowing that he was doing us a favor. Because we're excited to belong to that classic choir. We wanted to, but we felt we were not worthy to be there. So there is nothing you have that God does not need. If God has given you that thing, God needs it. Doesn't matter how you see it, how foolish you see it. Doesn't matter how unworthy you see what you have. The way God has created you and have made you. Where is that man? You, uh, my Igbo brothers here. That this man, uh, Osadebe, the musician, isn't it? And he sang a song. He said, I'm a car, I'm a car, Joe. Oh, my guys, gonna make any. In other words, no matter how ugly a woman is, there must be a man who will be whistling from the side. If God has given you something, if God has made you, unless you think and feel, it is not God who has made you, but something else made you. But if you believe that it is God who has made you, everything he has made you with is valuable to him. It's useful. It is not useful because you have not found your place. Or like Papa will always say, that it is not useful to you because you don't know the, you don't know the use of it. You don't know the use of it. If you know the use of what you have, you will carry yourself well. We are all made to be unique. There is something in you that I don't have. There is something in me that you don't have. But God has made it so that we can complement each other and build a happy family. So whatever God has given to you, whatever God has called you into, do it diligently. Serve with joy and happiness. Serve with joy and happiness. Verse number 14 and 15. Matthew 25. Verse 14 and 15 of Matthew 25. For the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Okay, let's go with it. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his what? Goods. Look at verse 15. 
unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man. What? Can we read it all together? To everyone. And straight away he took his journey. Everyone according to his ability. It may have been foolish when Papa was with us to make me eh, his bodyguard. When a man like John is there. Because when people like in Dave will come to see and I want to block, in Dave will just push me down, I will fall and roll over. Before I stand up again, he's already where Papa is. But if John is standing there and King Dave come with his height and stature, say, I want to zip, and John will say, you're going nowhere. Do you have an appointment? And he said, no, I said, you can't see him. So what do you say? I, can't see? I said, you can't see him. If he tries to push John down, John will first push him down. Before he gets up, Papa is already out. But here am I. I was where he was there, assisting Papa, I was there teaching the teenagers in Sunday school. So to everyone according to his ability, what you can do. God cannot call you into what he has not given you the ability to do. That is why it is suicide when you want to put yourself in my own shoe. You fail. You fail. This day, the days are gone when men want their children to put their leg into their shoe. Today's children are smarter. They are. My son come with the came one day and was telling me, I said, look, <laughs> um, check out this thing for me. This land for me. I want to. I said, what are you doing with land? Meanwhile, where I stay, by the time I'm gone, if Jesus tarries and all of us are still alive, are you not going to stay there? He said, no, I want my own. That is serious. This generation don't think the way we think anymore. So time are gone when we want them to step into our shoe. Time is gone. They want their own dream. They want to be themselves. They want their own adventures. That is the way it goes today. Because what? Why? They don't have the same ability you have. So they are smarter than you because they know that the world will begin to assess them based on what you have committed into their hands. They don't want to be assessed by that. They want to be assessed by the thing they know how to do and do it the way they want to do it. So if you have something, business you are building and you want to depend on your children that will take over and begin to sack your general managers and so forth, you are making a mistake. Better you begin to plan that business well because they will leave you. My town traditional ruler woke up one day and all the children said, we're not interested in your property. We are not interested in your property. Talking about properties worth billions of Naira. Because when he wanted to sell one, I thought, why are you selling this one now? Is this your son not interested in it? He said, Dozier, none of my children 
are interested in all this. That's why I'm selling them off. So I don't want to create problem. He gave unto everyone according to their abilities and then straight away he traveled. And the songwriter said, let none hear you idly saying, there is nothing I can do. There is always something you can do. Something. But you don't know it. Second King chapter 3, Second King 3, verse 11 and 12. But Jehoshaphat asks, is there no prophet of the Lord here through whom we may inquire of the Lord? An officer of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, son of Shepherd, is here. He used to pour water on the hands of the who? So serving his master with devotion qualified him for an uncommon greatness and made him profitable. You know the story. Even when Elijah, his master, said to him, stay here. Let me go and pray. When I come back, we'll continue. He said, no. I will never step out of your presence. He was devoted. He was committed. He was profitable. Because he was faithful and made himself profitable, Elijah, his master, said to him, if only you will see when I am being taken up, you will have double portion of my anointing. And they told him and said, are you aware that they will soon be taking your master up? <laughs> Is that true? And then he followed more carefully. Followed more carefully. A few days ago, my mother just sat me there and said, come, let me tell you something. Sit down. A few days I traveled. Of all that she said, she said, don't stop being a giver. So if anybody ever tells you to stop giving, please don't agree. There is blessing in giving. Then again he said, you must double the way you serve God. Double it. Words of advice. Because you can only be relevant and profitable when you are faithful in something you do. If God has blessed you with beauty, it is for you to go and tell other beautiful girls outside there that you see me, I'm beautiful, but yet I belong to Jesus. You're a handsome man. He's made you handsome. Not to intimidate all your girls into your bed, but rather he's made you to go out and tell the other young men that look, I am young, but I belong to Jesus and I serve him. That is why you have those gifts. To serve others, to influence them, to impact positive things to other people's life. It's not for you to uh, candy candy war. You expect me to come and be a sanctuary keeper with my nails and my hair. You want me to be that? As young as I am, or sitting a boon on a, on, a, on a poor Colombia, and you expect me to be that. And if you are beautiful, you are beautiful to yourself. Job 22, verse number 2. 
If you can get that. Job 22 and verse number 2. Job 22. Shall I give you that scripture? Okay. Can a man be of benefit to God? Can even a wise person benefit him? Verse number 3. What pleasure will he give the Almighty if you were righteous? What will he gain if you, if your ways were blameless? When you are righteous, when you are doing good things, is it for God? Say no. Eliphaz said to Job, your righteousness does not profit God. It profits you. Anything you do that is good profits you. There was this story of a beggar who stands by the door of the king. Every day he's begging, say, do good, do for yourself, do bad, do for yourself. Every day at the king's gate. And one day the king was irritated and said, go and give him this bread, but poison the bread. Sorry, he would die and not come to the gate again. His servants poisoned the bread and went and gave it to the, um, the, the beggar. And while the beggar was going home, he met the children of this king coming back from school. They looked at him in his hands where the bread baked from the palace. They say, well, how come? How did this man have access to the king's bread? They said, this must be a delicious bread and we are hungry. They snatched the bread from the beggar, ate the bread and all of them died. And it came to pass the word of the beggar, do good, do for yourself. Do bad, do for yourself. Anything you do for your own value, for your own happiness, for your own success. So do it with all diligence. Be faithful in it. Make yourself profitable wherever you are. If you're a servant, serve well. Serve your master well. If you're a house help, house help very well. Be committed and diligent to what you do. If you're a child, be faithful and committed to your parents. Be diligent in anything you do. Time will come. The reward will come. And the reward will be in his hand. So there is one man faithful because he was pouring this thing in his uh, master's hands. Verse 25, sorry, 28 of March 25 tells us that light rejected will be taken and given to the one who already has an abundance of light. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. When you reject a light, God does not throw it away because you rejected it. He will take it and give it to somebody who already has more. And so we are in the church and one man, few people are just prospering. And when people ask you, how is it going? You say, it is COVID. I'm not doing well. COVID destroyed me. But even in the COVID, other people in that church are still making it. Why are you not in the choir? I am not there because those people, they fight. They insult people. I cannot be there. But people are still there. Those who were sent to go and spy the land came back and said, look, we got there, we got there, we saw giants. It is a land that is for who dwells in it. But you met people there. Eh? But they said it's the land that is everybody that is there. So did you meet trees, only trees in that land? No, you met man. That was why you were able to say they were giants. So giant growing fat 
living well, and you say the land eats the people there. So moving, don't listen to what they say. The ocean department does not work well. Everybody there, they are fight. Go and there, go there, join them and do the fighting. Maybe because you know they are fighting, God is sending you to go and separate them and stop them from fighting. So go there and stop them from fighting. I don't like the way they are going. They don't visit people. They don't create an, an, a visitation unit. I will approve. Start the visitation yourself. Begin to visit everybody. Is that correct? Because the one who has something that is light has light. If you have that gift and you refuse to use it, God will take it from you and even give to the one who already has. Give it to you. Take it from you. Give to another person. The one who gave you a gift that you are doing shakara with is still there alive with more gift to give out. If he gave it to you, he still have it. A child you give a biscuit, small biscuit, you keep the rest, the bunch. Give him just one. And he say, please, can you give me, boy, give me one. And he puts it, he says, it's finished. Does not know that you still have the packet of the biscuit either in your room or back. Praise the Lord. All right, next time I'm going to talk about the, the characteristics of a faithful, profitable servant. His characteristics, we're going to talk about the benefits. Make yourself profitable wherever you are. Let the world look for you. There are those who are looking for money today. There are those who money is looking for. There are those today who are looking for friends. There are those who people are looking for to make their friends. There are people who are looking for what to do, but they have not been able to find. But there are those who are saying, I have so much in my hands. The difference between the one whom others are looking for and the one others are not looking for is profitability. The other one has made himself profitable. People are looking for what has value to their life. People are looking for what is profitable to them. Nobody wants headache. That is why today if you work in an organization you're not doing well, you are fired because no chief executive wants headache today. It's only in the church because the church is like a hospital. We welcome the sick. Whether you have headache, whether you have cancer, whether you have diarrhea, all of us are in the hospital. So you have no right to judge me. The fact that I have epilepsy and you have headache does not give you right to judge me by my epilepsy. If your headache is common, stay at home. Don't look for God. So if you are looking for God and searching for him with your common headache, as you call it, and I'm looking for God and searching for him with my cancer, all of us are in the hospital. And only one man 
we have all come to say, God, the doctor, make yourself profitable and it will benefit you. Let's stand on our feet and praise him. Here am I. Send me. Here am I. Send me. As the Lord wants somebody. Here am I. Here am I. Here am I, here am I, send me, Devoted, helpful, and supportive servant. I want to be profitable in your kingdom. Here I am. Use everything you have planted inside of me. Every gift, every talent that is in me, I lay them down before you. All my words. Blessings of words, I laid them. Use them. Blessings of children, let them be of service to your kingdom. Blessings of good health and sound mind, let me be useful in your kingdom. Let me be the man that will add value to everyone that comes across me. Break me. Melt me, Lord. Mold me into that servant you are looking for. If you ever need a man like me, Lord, here I am. Use me. If you ever want a voice like my voice, Father, here I am. Use me. If you ever want a hand like my hand, Father, use me. If you ever want a leg, like my legs. Father, use me. Whatever I have that you have given unto me, made of me, if you ever need them, here I am, O oh Lord, use me. Want to be profitable to your kingdom. Want to be profitable to the society. Want to be profitable to the church. Want to be profitable to, the, to my friends, to my family, to observers, to my neighbors, to my business partners. I want to be a profitable servant that everyone will look for. Make that your prayer. It is a year 
where skills have been needed and required. It is a year you move into greater heights because you are profitable. Companies will look for you when you are profitable. Church will look for you when you are profitable. Neighbors will look for you when you are profitable. For the Bible says that when a man's way pleases the Lord, he will even make his enemies to be at peace with him. Lord, that I Let me be the instrument you are looking for. The man you are looking for. The stones will not take my place to praise you. No, not at all. But I will praise you. I'll magnify you. I'll live for you. All the days of my life. Asking for boldness. And the grace to do his will. Grace and boldness to do his will at all time. At all time. At all time. If you want somebody, here I am. I'm available. Send me. Father, we thank you today. Who is he that is worthy except the one you have made worthy by the washing of the blood of the Lamb? We stand before you today as a church and we so declare that we are willing. We lay down every gift you have given to us. Everything you have blessed and endowed us with, we lay them down before you today. We pledge to use them for the service of the kingdom. We want to be profitable. We want to be the people that nations will seek. When inquiries are being made of a faithful, profitable servant anywhere around us, may our names be mentioned in the name of Jesus Christ. When a growing business has grown and they are looking for partners who are profitable, devoted, helpful and supportive, Father, we want to be that man. We want to be that woman. May we move forward into that realm in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When faithful friends are scarce and profitable ones are needed, Father, let us be the one that the people will seek and that they will find in the name of Jesus. We shall be profitable. We shall not fail the master. When the roll call will be made, we will, our name shall not be found one thing. In the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And let the church shout a louder Amen. Another Amen. Morton Bros. Amen. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.